Howdy, and welcome to the first episode of Don English Podcast. If you haven't already guessed, this podcast is designed for English learners who want to go from an intermediate level to a more advanced level of English. You may notice that I am speaking a bit slow right now, but with each episode I will begin to speak faster and faster. The great thing about this method is you won't even notice. Your listening skills will just naturally adapt. So firstly, a little bit about me. My name is Donovan, hence the title Don English. I am originally from the USA. I was born in Houston, Texas during a hurricane that actually ended up just passing over us by a few miles. So I guess you could say I am a bit lucky, but I also attract a bit of danger as well. That is basically the story of my life, which you will probably hear about in later podcasts. I have been traveling the world for the last 11 years. I've lived in 10 different countries and I visited 55 so far. Recently, I just got repatriated to Spain from South Africa because the situation is pretty hectic due to the Rona. The Rona is a nickname that we gave the coronavirus. And as of now, I am speaking to you from a petite village in the south of France near Montpellier. I actually don't know how we would say Montpellier with an American accent, maybe Montpellier. I don't know. <laughs> I also believe that knowledge really is power. So this is finally the opportunity to be able to share different 
things I have learned throughout my travels as well as researching and gaining new information for all you listeners out there to make sure that not only are you improving your English skills but also being filled with a vast variety of information from all corners of the earth. So, I have been teaching English for about seven years in a myriad of different countries around the world. Myriad just means a lot of, many. I, I realized something during my time abroad, working in schools, I noticed that a lot of my students could speak better than some of the other students in the schools. They were supposed to be at the same level, though. Why? Why was this? What was the difference? I mean, we really were teaching the same stuff. So I didn't see what could have really been the key factor. Then, after watching some other teachers, I realized what it was. The average student spent very little time immersing themselves in trying to acquire the language. They spent the whole time trying to understand grammatical structures and translations. Maybe as well as possibly having a boring learning environment. I don't know about you, but personally, I don't know anyone that learns anything while sleeping in class. Now, hold on a minute. Let's rewind. Let's go back. I just mentioned the word acquire a second ago and not the word learn. So what's the difference? Language learning is when we are surrounded by the rules and instructed on how to speak the language, then we try to use that as our way of expressing ourselves. Basically, always trying to build a sentence in our head, thinking about the grammatical structures and the proper words to use. Language acquisition, on the other hand, is when we absorb the language in a natural way. The exact same way you started to learn your native language. So instead of pounding, beating, hitting your brain with grammatical rules, I will help you to understand them naturally 
subconsciously without the actual need to think about them. Which means less work, less struggle, and more fluidity. Now, let's think for a second. Did your parents ever sit with you when you were a baby, a small little child, and read and write out the grammar rules? No way, Jose. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So, no way, Jose, is an expression we use in the USA. You don't have to have the name Jose. It just means no. You can say this to anyone. As a kid, you didn't really start learning grammar until your command of the language was already stable. It was already there. You understood how to speak already. Now I know for some of you grammar lovers out there, it will be hard for you, but it's fine to still practice grammar from time to time to help build your skills. But the majority of your practice should be done through listening, speaking, and reading, not grammar exercises. One of the biggest keys in language learning or um, is really just the repetition of hearing the words. It's very helpful to watch the same movie or the same episode of a show over and over and over and over again. When you do this, the repetition of the words stick into your brain like rice. So this helps us to remember the words and in fact makes it easier to speak these words. Now you might be thinking, I know people who use grammar and they speak well. To be honest, heavy doses of grammar work just like translation and most language learners know how bad translating in your head can be, especially while trying to speak because you have to prepare the sentence in your head. So if you are translating and doing grammar, yes, it is possible to speak, but the problem is now you have to do two things before actually speaking. You have to A, translate, and then B, figure out exactly where to put the words because your mind will say subject, verb, adjective, 
and they will want to put things in place. Most polyglots that I know are just listening and speaking. They learn very quickly through immersing themselves, speaking, and not really touching grammar. And this makes a big difference in their natural response. They don't need the milliseconds to think about translation or grammar. Because again, when you were a child, did you translate words? No, you only spoke one language. Did you use the grammar before you spoke? No. You were just interested in the language. You, you saw things. You spoke about things. You tried. You had fun. So does it make more sense to have your brain work double or triple time? Or just to allow the words to naturally flow off of your tongue? Another issue that some language learners may encounter is the fact that they believe they have everything understood about the language until they speak with a native. And then, boom! Half of the things they've learned over the years has not helped them very much. And in their heads, they're saying, oh shit, I understood the words mostly, but the sentence made zero sense to me. What did he mean when he said, the cat's out of the bag now? I don't even have a cat. And who puts cats in bags anyways? That's terrible. Which, just in case you don't know, the cats out of the bag means that we know the truth of something that was hidden from us before. For example, don't even bother to explain yourself. The cat is already out of the bag. I saw what you did last night with him. And that brings me to the next point. I will make sure that you are slowly but surely introduced to a lot of different idiomatic expressions that we use in our daily life. So you can use or understand them when the time comes. By the way, this will be more of expressions used in the States, but I will let you know if any of the other countries use the idioms as well. Moreover, don't worry about it if you cannot use them correctly at first. The important thing is to understand the meaning. So if someone says to you, you down for a good old-fashioned hoot nanny? You can say, hell yeah. 
and go on to enjoy the party because that is what a hootenanny is. I, myself, learned Spanish and French through the method that I have been explaining to you. So just naturally listening and being completely involved with the language. I don't really ever look at grammar. I watch movies, I read stories, and this has given me a very fluid form of speaking. And to be honest, my arsenal of vocabulary continues to grow just simply by reading and listening. A lot of times I don't even speak the language, but the fact that I listen and read keeps my language train moving along. Oh, by doing this, you also don't lose your language, which I think is the biggest fear for a student. Just keep reading and listening. It is okay. Also, think about how much money you can save in a year by doing this instead of doing costly immersion programs. If you feel like this is not enough, though, this podcast, I mean, I definitely recommend seeing a teacher every once in a while to get some extra one-on-one practice in to help guide you. That is perfectly fine. Sometimes we need guidance. All right. Well, that's it for the first podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Also, please feel free to write me at dawnenglishtx at gmail.com with any questions you have or if you have any specific subject you would like to hear about in the future. Until next time.